Chris Bailey. Uh, this is Salvador Sanchez, also known as Monkey. And I'm Anthony Vaughn. And I realize that I should be including this beforehand, but this is the anime where we talk about, or <laughs> this is the podcast <laughs> where we talk about anime with uh, anime newbie Anthony. Hi. Um, so we are picking up with session three of Cowboy Bebop, Honky Tonk Women. I love the fact that the episodes are called Sessions because it gives it a nice music feel because Cowboy Bebop is all about the jazz and the rock music and the blues music and stuff like that. It's really nice. Also, I was talking about was uh, if you ever get the DVDs, I don't know if the Blu-rays are like this, but the DVDs, um, what's called? The pixel on the DVDs are fucking records, which is dope as fuck. Uh, as long as we're calling out physical stuff, did I... I, I didn't talk about my Cowboy Bebop poster, did I? No. No. So I have a poster I got off of eBay a couple of years ago um, for about 60 bucks, I think. I'm trying to see if I can find an image of it. Um, it was made by just like an independent artist, and he only made like 60, 70 of them, something like that. Um, it's a glow-in-the-dark poster. That's dope. Actually, that's kind of cool, honestly. So it, oh God, I can't. I, I could probably find it if I went and looked at the poster, but um, I mean, come on, Owens, this is an anime. Get on with it. Oh, I'm podcast. Sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find it the same. Well, this is. Oh, good. Damn. Okay, I can't find it. I'll I'll look for it later, and if I find it, I'll. I don't know. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> uh. So it, it's when the lights are on. It's just like gray across that says three two one and then spike with his arm outstretched along the bottom and then when you turn the lights off all the letters become well i guess green because it's glow in the dark but silhouettes of the other characters and says let's jam somewhere on there that's cool it's dope as hell well if we talk about um what's it called hardwell or whatever you said i have uh i have the blue rays of Cowboy Bebop also have the DVDs of Cowboy Bebop, and I have the figure of Spike, and it's like the two hundred dollar figure that came out in like a year ago or something like that for the anniversary, and it's a Spike with his um, pistol, uh, pointing towards the ground with his trench coat on, and it was in the underground. It's pretty dope. Oh wait, this is actually cooler than I described because I did find it. Um, yes. So I'm going to link it in the Discord for you guys, and if there are show notes to this, uh, we can put a link in the show notes. Uh, yeah, anyway, Session 3, Honky Tonk Women, named after the Rolling Stone song of the same name. Uh, written by Ryota Yamaguchi, who, as far as I can tell, doesn't have any major writing credits, just seems to be an anime writer. Um... Yeah, this is the episode where we meet Faye Valentine, 
uh, voiced in the Japanese by Megumi Hayashibara, who does uh, female Ranma, Rei Yanami from Evangelion, Lena Inverse from Slayers, Jesse from Pokemon. Wait, hold uh, on. The, what's up? Jesse from Pokemon? The Japanese version, yep. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, and uh, Paprika from Paprika. Um, and a lot more. She actually has a pretty prol- prolific career. Uh, in the English, she's voiced by Wendy Lee, who also has a pretty prolific career. But some of the ones I call out here are uh, Suzuka from Outlaw Star, Yahiko from Roni Kenshin, uh, Yoroichi Shioin from Bleach, and Haruhi Suzumiya from that show. <laughs> hmm. I'll repeat um, it again. What, Haruhi Suzumiya from the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> um, yeah, I I have... <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go first because I specifically have a lot to say about uh, Megumi uh, Hayashibara. Gotcha. <clears throat> Well, I, the first thing I saw, I wrote these, I, I have a few notes that I've been writing down while we, we do this, and I didn't know she was going to be a, a character, you know, a repeating character at the time. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I saw is like, alright, we got this badass chick, right? Or at least she's looking like it. She walks in or whatever, does this like, I don't know, it, it wouldn't, I don't think it's Sun Tzu, but some Sun Tzu based quote, right? At the very beginning. I don't know the to quote. The old guy. Do you know the quote? Because I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, it. All right, like when the guys pull the guns, she's like, "The first rule about war is something, something." Oh yeah, I yeah, exactly. Gotcha. We'll it might be wrote by that. Is it like always strike first or something? Yeah, something like that. And so I was like, "Yeah, okay. that actually sounds pretty familiar." And then she like turns around and starts fucking shooting, and then like it just cuts to her getting caught. Like, <laughs> just set up this awesome badass character. And they're like, "Nah, just kidding." Faye is the worst femme fatale in all of history. I agree with you completely, dude, and I agree with Anthony so much. Very beginning, we see Faye walk inside this fucking random shop. She says, this is what she says in the English dubbed, uh, oh, you know the first rule of combat? Suit them before they suit you. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Yep. Yeah. She comes in with- Which is probably a bastardized version of an actually, like, Real quote. Yeah. Probably. She comes in with white boots on. I think they're high heel boots. Um, thigh high leggings or socks. I don't know the difference though. It's either pink or peach color. Don't know colors. She has yellow short shorts on, black suspenders, a red jacket, and just a midriff short. And then she brings out a fucking machine gun when all the people come in and just starts blasting away. And that's like the introduction of Faye. It's like, oh my gosh, this woman's actually badass. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yep. To be clear, though, and this is something I'm sure I'll <laughs> revisit repeatedly. When I say Faye is the worst femme fatale in all of history, she's a fucking fantastic femme fatale. Except for the part where she's constantly in over her head. Yeah, see, she's just... She nails all the other parts, but... She jumps into all the stuff that you should not be jumping into. She just doesn't think, is, whole, is like, whole thing. 
Yeah, I mean, there, she definitely works as a uh, a parallel to Spike in that way. Yeah. They, they yeah they both don't think of what to do next, and then they they get themselves into trouble. You mentioned last time, Anthony, that um you accidentally watched one episode in the sub. Yeah, Hulu decided it was time. I think. <laughs> Do you which episode was it? Uh, it was number two. Oh God! Okay, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so, I haven't heard her actual voice in the Japanese. Yeah, dude, it. I honestly think it is one of the best voice acting performances I have ever heard. Sheesh! It, it's actually incredible. She absolutely nails Faye immediately. Um. Or, or what Faye is supposed to be. I think, from my record, not to say Wendy Lee is bad by any means. I think she does a great job. But the original is just like, it's so weirdly nuanced. And uh, it it's so hard to describe. But she's got this weird, like, silky and cool... But there's just, like, a little bit of, like, naivete in it still. And then as soon as she gets in over her head, her voice, like, completely changes. Like, it's still obviously the same voice, but she kind of loses that coolness. She loses the control in her voice. But she she doesn't start to overreact. She just becomes, like... Annoyed. Or, or like, still very chill, but, like, oh, I'm a normal person now. I'm not being this this cool femme fatale character that's done because there's a gun in my face <laughs> yeah which also i like to remind remind you at the very beginning where she brings out a machine gun with this the fucking people bring out a fucking gatling gun from their car yeah what the fuck did this fucking woman do and if i'm not mistaken they they're just trying to catch her yeah i know why would you bring <laughs> a gatling gun to a chap <laughs> god and that's how we start off with Faye, and then the next scene is was the Faye is handcuffed um, to the to the boss of the um, casino? Yeah, I think he's giving his elaborate plan and also giving. I'm assuming her props. Is that what I picked up on? Like from a, her never losing a hand of poker or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, they, they basically go to establish that Faye is a good card cheat. Yeah. Um, which last thing I'll say about this for right now, if you've never seen the sub of Cowboy Bebop. Watch a couple of episodes, because <laughs> holy crap. Uh, no, like, honestly, Faye's at, voice actress is mind-blowing how good she is. Um, But also, the design on the casino, which I think we get an establishing shot before, or... Yeah, I think it goes at the beginning a couple of the scene. different shots, yeah. It just being like a satellite, but a roulette wheel. Yeah. <laughs> is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's everything you want in a casino. I don't know if you boys have ever been, but casinos are, like, just fun. I haven't. I would not do well in a casino. <laughs> They're I'm supposed been, to been be in kind of designed to keep you active and entertained the entire time, not know what time it is kind of thing, so you just keep, you know, just wanting to spend more and more. I already have a poor sense of time, and I would lose too much money. <laughs> but, yeah, Casinos that casino would be looks bad like, for me. That, that was fucking legit. That's where you give yourself a limit in casino, like 12 bucks. Once I'm done yeah, with 12 bucks, I'm now out. Now you're assuming well, that I'm intelligent. Bucks, that's not even going to buy you two hands. Will it buy me a hand, Anthony? It, one hand, yes. Uh, okay. But here's the thing. 
I would have literally two drinks and be like, eh, I could spend a little more money. <laughs> well, that's why you just don't bring your credit cards with you. Bring cash only. Yep, 12 bucks. Mm, that's smart. Yep. Anyways, uh, going on with the episode. So, apparently, Faye's nickname was Faye Valentine. Great name. Great name for Kyoto. Um, yes, very good. I really like Faye. Perfect, like, noir femme, femme fatale name. Yep, exactly. And her, uh, her alias or nickname is Poco Alice. So, I guess that's what she's been going going at whenever she's um, getting these um, casino or cheating the casino. Also, she hides poker cards in her crotch or, like... Upper legs. Yeah, upper legs. I mean, she legs. doesn't have a lot of place to hide, places <laughs> to hide cards. She doesn't have sleeves. <laughs> Is this so random? Her anime titties. <laughs> Is this, like, really fucking weird? It's, like... No one can see her, like, bringing up cards from her crotch area. Like, I don't it's know. It's all about the misdirection, bro. Yeah, <laughs> oh especially God. when you're under the table like that, too. Yeah. Okay, I guess you guys are white. Also, yeah, I don't know. Who knows if that's what she wears when she's playing cards. Oh, uh, yeah, she was in a different outfit, technically. Oh, what? No, that was because she was a dealer, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> but even before that, we get another glimpse at the jet and Spike dynamic as they're going down the elevator right yes um before we get to that because i actually did take a note on that i do want to say that poker alice is a real person oh really what was he was he a cheater too uh poker alice was yeah someone who became famous for making money off of poker she was really good at sleight of hand and counting cards and this was like i want to say over a century ago that's fucking awesome did she actually cheat uh yeah Uh. supposedly I, well, she would cheat, and she, like I said, she was just good at counting cards. Yeah. Which, whether that's cheating or not, is up to you, I guess. No, at this like I've I've looked into this because I like a couple of those fucking movies. But at this point, if they catch you counting cards, they're just like you're too good for the game. Please exit. Oh, okay, cool, yeah, cool. So whatever you made, they typically let you keep. They just don't let you play. Makes sense. But yeah, she's an interesting story and a real person, which I thought was a cool detail. That is cool. So that's also in the Japanese dub too, or Japanese su- sub. Yeah, it's Poker Alice in the Japanese as well. Okay. So, right, so uh, we're talking about the scene with uh, Jet and Spike? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't have a whole lot, but why does he keep swallowing things? <laughs> he needs to hide them. <laughs> My note is Spike eats a cigarette. Yes. Well, first of all, it, it's no smoking, so he has to take the cigarette somewhere. I, but why did he eat it? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. No, who knows? <laughs> he keeps eating shit. Well, uh, I think it's to establish that he can... Uh, cough stuff back out like the poker chip later on throughout the episode. Yeah, maybe <sighs> that's just to establish that. I mean, really. Yeah, I, I, I feel like to me it, it didn't feel like that though, which I know it probably honestly was, but maybe it's just the, I, the fact that I was enjoying the scene and not like just you know uh, looking for analyzing it. Yeah, That's kind of where usually do. something like that happens, like, okay, he just did that, obviously, for this reason. <laughs> no, I was just saying, th- that's what it's there for. Do I still love Cowboy Bebop? Hell yeah. So, what the fuck? Does he not continue to randomly eat stuff during the series? I think he does, actually. I don't remember correctly. Which, again, you're still not wrong. I mean, yes. Yeah. He was, it, it was so he they could show that, oh, he can regurgitate well, things at will, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really, like, th- there's no reason to overanalyze it. I mean, whatever, fuck it. 
It's like but why I, are I, they I, in I, space? I why are they in casino? Because the story is right there. I mean, come on, let's not overanalyze him eating a cigarette or not, you guys. Come on, <laughs> fucking crying out loud. Can we get on with the story? All right, not to overanalyze, well, I mean, I would... but he ate the cigarette and it never came back up. He ate the poker chip, but it did come back up. Well, no, it did because he didn't light another one. He uh, flicked it into like the weird trash bin. Yeah, don't you remember uh, the trash we... bin? All right, well, yeah, they didn't show post. him. <laughs> <laughs> it was Anthony overanalyzing a fucking TV show. No, I was just trying to make Anthony's a gonna... joke. <laughs> Anthony's going to edit out everything that makes him look stupid Absolutely. and only leave in the things that make me look yep. stupid. <laughs> I'm renaming the podcast. <laughs> stupid orange. Yeah, stupid um, orange. I do... I, it, although to Anthony's point, it's just a bit of a another good thing of like, okay, he eats the cigarette, like, eh, and Jet's like, dude, whatever. Yeah. Also, Jet looking fly in his suit, dude. I actually, I got one more thing. As a fairly consistent casino buff, um, I really just kind of enjoyed the fact that Jet was just like, hey, now don't win too much. We don't want to get kicked out now. <laughs> just, exactly. That uh, that just kind of like, all right, this is gonna be a fun episode. Which I guess also makes sense. You, I mean, if someone says, "Oh, a Spike can count cards," you're like, "Yeah, of course." Yeah, I would expect from what I've already seen that he's got something up his sleeve. <laughs> I don't care. I'll be over here if you need me. <laughs> the next thing I have is Spike eats the chip. <laughs> okay, so this chip, what? This is the one thing that bugs me. Well, actually, there's several things that bug me about this episode. First of all, the chip, like. Why does it have to be in the chip? And why does the guy have to lose his money to give them the chip? Also, why the fuck... Spike is losing all this money, and he's just like, Oh, fuck it. And then he's like... He knows that he's losing money. You know what I mean? He knows he's being that he's being cheated. I just I don't understand this. He was enjoying the company of Faye, and then he took that last chip to go make more money. I because they weren't I don't done see until they were forced to be done. I think uh, I I half agree with that. I think he was having fun playing with Faye. Okay, you might be right about that. But he kept the chip because he's Spike, and what you're supposed to do is tip a chip. What? And he's like, actually, later I'm gonna keep this. <laughs> this could be me being you a dick. You just being a dick. But typically, you only tip if you win. At, le- at least uh, for us poor people. Okay, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know casino et- etiquette. So I just assumed it was Spike knowing that he should give over his last chip, but he's like, nah, <laughs> later. No reason to. Yeah. yeah that, that's... It'd be more fun for me if I didn't. Yeah, that that's why I just didn't understand it was just why would he be losing, like, what do you call it, intentionally? Yeah, I think this episode, they it could have been like a 40-minuter. They could have kept going um, with more plans and stuff like that to explain out more, but they don't. They didn't have to. Yeah, I just don't think they it's just kind of wanted you to be like, All right, "This is Faye." Yeah, this yeah. is Faye. And to be fair, I don't think Spike cares about the money. No, really, because apparently in the first episode, he wanted fucking beef with his um green peppers. And he, he cares about the beef, but he doesn't care about the money. Yeah, Spike, care ca- Spike is a very reckless and impulsive. And kind of living in the moment kind of person. Yeah, you might be right about that. I mean, I I guess that does make sense. If you think about it like that. It's just, it bugs me. Like, I'm just like, why would he be intentionally losing? Even though 
you're right that Spike might just be having fun. Like, that just makes complete sense to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's it, and some of that will come up later with, you know, Spike's whole mentality on life, I think. Yeah. And so we, we get the... We get the objective from Faye that she has to um, take all this guy's money and uh, get the poker chip as a tip. For some goddamn reason. I, I don't know why it had to be so convoluted for this guy to give away the poker chip. Because it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it's great because when Faye looks at the computer screen and it looks like Spike just a little bit and you're like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. But yeah, see that happens. Um, of course, fucking Spike eats the poker chip, and we know that he can throw it back up. Of course. And um, and then fucking Jet is winning all the fucking money from the slot machine. Which I feel so sorry for Jet because I'm like, oh, he's finally making money, and then he has to run away with um, with Spike. But Spike is fucking walking down, and security has to go and stop him. And from what I counted, those five security officers. And Spike just kicks all their asses. Showing you that Spike is still badass and willing to take out anybody if he wanted to. I'm going to keep yeah, a Spike badass tracker. <laughs> it does fine, dude. And you can get drunk yeah, and put become it right a badass. Your abs tracker. My abs, yeah. <laughs> hey, if like I see abs, trackers dude. For monkey. Spike is a badass, though, I mean, to be fair. Um, the, <laughs> my big thing on that is, man, I forgot, like, how Jet is just, like, a nice space dad. Yeah. That's a, yep, nice space <laughs> Which, at dad. this point, he's just like, I just want to cook for my weird space son. <laughs> <laughs> he's always getting me into trouble. <laughs> and eating cigarettes. That one really wasn't his fault. No, I, mm. Okay, so how does no, Faye get really. into the ship? Because I completely forgot how this happens. All I remember was Spike um, defeating the security officers. That's only because he's Spike. I have to remember every well, scene. Well, yeah, Spike. he defeated the first five, and then, like another twenty showed up with. I wrote this down. Fucking stormtrooper aim. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Anthony. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then she's escaping on her ship, and then they just happen to like jump onto the windshield, and the next thing you know, she's handcuffed to a. Okay, toilet. that's right. Yeah. yeah. See, so my next note after Spike eating the chip was showtime. Which is because that's how Faye calls her ship. Oh, yeah. really? I don't know. That whole ship was called Showtime. No, no. That uh, I forget what she calls her ship, but she calls it by, like, remotely and says Showtime. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what happens. He calls it in. I remember now. Yeah. I thought that might have been escaping from their ship, but no, that's when that that happens. Yep, yep. And yeah, that, that, that whole scene is great. I am honestly a sucker for remotely called vehicles. <laughs> I realize that is a weirdly <laughs> specific really thing. <laughs> but I love it when someone just calls their remote vehicle and jumps in it and escapes. <laughs> it's cool. I would have to disagree, but that's just oddly specific. That is oddly specific. <laughs> and the Owens, I love it. It's just hilarious. <laughs> That's all I got on that. Though. The next thing I got when this, when she's talking to the pit boss guy. I thought that was going to be a laser. Oh, yeah. Her little, uh, I don't know. like Her little lipstick, lipstick thing. thing. Yeah, I thought she was going to yeah. like pick a key lock or something. No, it's a fucking telecommunication device. Oh, yeah. 
but no, I, uh, I'm, I was very uncomfortable in that seat because the way that that pit boss guy like smiled at her while she was handcuffed on the toilet just did not make me comfortable. <laughs> that was. I I got this on one note, so I'm guessing something happens where a guy. Oh yeah, so the guy that was supposed to deliver the fucking ship, the not fucking shit, but the the chip, the pit boss just straight up kills him. Yeah, Which I think is straight up badass. I forgot all about... I was looking at the, my thing. I'm like, guy starts up, shoots guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah. The guy that... The chip guy uh, straight up gets us get shot. And I'm like, yeah, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, and I've... Like, this just shows you how good the fucking show is. They don't take any fucking crap for anybody. It, you fucked up on your job? Bam! You're dead. I'm, I like the show. This tells you there's repercussions in this fucking world. Yeah, um, that, I that's something that I'm also probably going to bring up again and again. Not the repercussions, but the way that it just feels so real and fleshed out. Exactly. Like, it, it doesn't feel like, okay, I'm following the story beats here. It's like, this is a world. They just made a world, and this is a story that we're seeing. It's like the exact opposite of a comic book show. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. people actually fucking die. Yeah. Sorry, we can. I and, can make an entire yeah. fucking podcast on what I hate about comic book shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you and every other sweaty neck beard. Dude, I have to shave for work now, but I am you still sweaty. How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell it's in your voice. Okay, wait, hold on. So we, um, what's it called? They finally look up Faye on the bounty hunter board, right? Mm-hmm. And see, um, on whole bounty hunter thing, I think it's two hundred Ks that she lost. Uh, I no, no I they don't threw her up there for like three mil. Yeah, they put her out there for a lot. Because I don't think okay. yeah, they put the bounty because they say like, "Hey, you're worth this much," and she's like, "Oh, that's it." And they're like, "How much debt are you in?" Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Um, they said they said her zip cat, her zip uh, zip craft is like worth four hundred k. Uh, I couldn't recall. Yeah, I yeah, think. yes, I, I I think her ship was worth like four hundred k. That sounds right. Yeah. She says something about Roman gypsies that I think she's from there. Um, so the the whole thing with that is, uh, what is it? I think it's a Romanji she calls Spike and herself basically a gypsy. Yeah. Which, um... Just equivalent to her s- not being able to stay in one place long. Yeah. Okay. Bas- basically, you know, she's equating them both to wanderers and if this is politically incorrect, I apologize, but <laughs> historically, like culturally, pe- culturally people who are seen as swindlers. The one thing here is, or the one thing, the main important thing I want to get to is, um, there's literally one line, uh, where we learned that, uh, jet used to be a cop. Interesting. Um, it's literally one line. It goes by pretty quick, but yeah, this is the first reference to jets past that we really get. So I, I just th- I that's there's not much to go into there. Um, oh, the it's funny thing... because um I have it down to ISSP cop. <laughs> uh... Oh, because he was describing um the chip. Oh right right right. That's why we know that he's from the ISP or ISSP. So we um uh, the poker chip is a fucking uh, 
the the poker chip is a um a chip that breaks codes. So that's why the fucking poker chip is important. Mm-hmm. Um so Spike and well was it I don't know if it was Spike, but the Boston Spike or the Boston Jet, I don't know who's the one that talked to him, said uh, they're willing to trade it for thirty million million Wulong. Yeah, it was a fuck ton. Yeah, it was thirty million Wulong. And then we finally get to the exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's mostly just, I think the sound design here is so phenomenal. And again, this is something that I'm going to talk about again and again. The soundtrack is amazing, (laughs) but the times they decide not to use sound are also incredible. Like, just the general sound design in this series. So my favorite part about this exchange, (laughs) and uh, I know, I know from Salvador... (laughs) He loves abs and badasses. Dude, fucking Spike comes in with, I don't know if you could call them magnetic shoes, but basically shoes that um, get on top of the ship, which is badass. Red, a red space shoe that's fucking slick and slim on fucking Spike, looking good, and he looks so fucking awesome. The other guy, I don't even remember the other guy. I don't remember the fucking villain. <laughs> That's how awesome Spike it's looks in the side of the, the blood from your head. When your <laughs> Spike came on screen. <laughs> but no, what I'm gonna say is like you like you know I, I like fighting and stuff too. But like I I think someone's more badass if they're crafty. Yeah, Spike like is the so escape crafty. scene and stuff like that. That's what I really yeah. like about Spike. Where he like makes it back to yeah, that's just that was fun. So would you like to describe the scene orange? Um, I, I mean, I don't think I necessarily have to. I would have have to assume that if people are listening to this, they're also watching the episodes. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, That's let fair. me do it. So fucking Spike <laughs> knows. <laughs> fucking Spike knows that this they're gonna screw him. Which I don't understand. You guys, like, you guys can learn. You guys can lose thirty million Wulong and fucking get the that fucking crafty, chip. You gotta at least go for it, mate. On the off yeah. chance you also, get it. Also, yeah, I, I don't think. It's so much that Spike knows that they're going to screw him over. I think that he is intending to screw them over. It doesn't matter. Either way, we're, we're playing cat mass over here, okay? Fucking hell. So he he right, ca- he cat count cat. cat cat. Okay, fuck it. Cat lion because everybody knows Spike is a fucking lion. Um uh, with- he's majestic. <laughs> Thank you. Owens knows. Um <laughs> so he um what's it called? He counts down from 3. Watching whenever that fucking uh, Wotio thing comes down from the ship. Wherever, I don't know what that thing is. And then the guy, pu- the fucking villain, I don't remember how he fucking looks like, but he ain't no Spike. Pulls out a gun. The the satellite dish or wherever the thing that's rotating around the thing comes up, blocks the bullet. Spike throws the poker chip. Wait, does, does he throw the poker chip? He does throw the poker chip, yep. Yep. And then he runs away, right? That's what happens? Nope. Uh, he kills all those people and then lands on the other side and catches the poker chip. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know why we're not describing the scene. <laughs> but yeah, that's what happens. And that's how badass Spike is. Which actually to that point, I think this is the first time, which is, you know, quickly it loses all weight. But this is, I think, the first time we see any of the protagonists actually kill somebody. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're right about that. Which, again, is very quickly going to lose weight. Yeah. But it lets you know that, hey, these people are killers. Oh, yeah. Also, I think Spike kicks the guy or uh, the bad guy, whoever it is, and makes 
No, he he turns off the guy's jet boot and basically gravities his fucking ass. He Sandra Bullocks him. That's how yeah, badass that's, Spike is. Why are we not discussing awful. the scene play by play? I don't know, you guys. Why am I the only I, one that's happy about this? Because when he undid that dude's magnet boots, I was like, oh no. Exactly. We need to I don't want to die that way. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gravity, that bitch. That's all I have to say. Um, Faye steals the ship. Yeah, no, she just steals her own ship. Yeah, okay. And I got a awesome oh ship animation because she she's flying, she's flying away wherever it is, and then she uses uh reverse like a reverse field to blow back the missiles back to them. I thought they were just what? flares. No, it wasn't flares because she brought the missiles back. Oh yeah, no. So so the thing there is that's just like heat seeking, and she released or or somehow mechanical seeking, and she released chaff, which basically scrambles their sensors. Okay. So they turn back to go for their like next acquirable target or something to that effect. Okay. Oh, all, all, all I have right down is is awesome ship animation between. I think fucking Faye is um, flying around in space, which looks awesome. Just saying, face craft. I don't like how it looks, but it's still an awesome looking craft. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like it's no fucking uh, was it swallow that uh, Spike has, or the hammerhead that um, Jet has, but it's still an awesome looking craft. Have we actually seen uh, the hammerhead yet? I don't know if we have or not. I don't think that sounds familiar. Which, which one's the hammerhead? Jets. Jets craft. Oh, no, we have not seen Jet's smaller ship yet. Have we not seen the, in the first one when they were chasing? No? Nope, I think he's only flown the Bebop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Spike has his ship again, and then they just decide to just put the chip in a random casino. And uh, Faye runs away again. Um, I also have uh, two, lo- two notes. Okay. Uh, one is when she meets the dog. Oh, my gosh, how did I forget about Ayn? I literally wrote down, Ayn, best dog. Uh, yeah, and she's the worst female. Oh, no, she is awful. That's <laughs> she something... did not like Ayn. Who, I've oh. never met a woman who's never liked a Welsh Corgi in my life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, dude. Listen. What she does later on just pisses me off. You Actually, guys know what I'm that. talking about. I've never met a person who's never enjoyed the presence of a Welsh Corgi. What about one that's allergic to dogs? No. They just okay. put up with it. <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> Okay, what's your second note, Anthony? Uh, uh, I got a note that's on every single one of these, and it just says anime titties. Oh my gosh. Right. So and you really do like Faye Valentine? Uh, yeah, and that uh, the uh, the girl that stars on the big shoot, uh, big big shot. Big shots? Yeah, yeah what's her name? Orange? Uh, Judy and Punch are big shot. Uh, th- my last note on this episode is it's the first time we get a different title card. Or not title card, but end title card. Usually it says, uh, see you, Space Cowboy. Uh, episode 3 is easy come, easy go. That's cool as fuck. I like that. This is how good Cowboy Bebop is. And, yeah, that that happens a few times, and whew, I'm not, you know what? I'm not even going to think about it right now. Um. So, uh, a... Trivia that we did not go over. Um, Spike spacesuit is actually the roughly designed as a 2001 Space Odyssey spacesuit, which makes sense. If 
for all those um, film nodes out there. Um, so should we move on to session four, Gateway Shuffle? So Gateway Shuffle, uh, written by Sadayuki Murai, which actually interesting. Um, he is credited on the script for both Perfect Blue and Millennium Actress, which are... I don't know if Sal knows. I know Anthony doesn't. Um, but those are movies by uh, Satoshi Khan, who is funny that 2001 just came up because I think the easiest way to describe him for someone who doesn't know it um, would be basically an anime Stanley Kubrick. Uh, his things... And he also did uh, Paprika, which Faye's actress stars in. Um, you are really on that paprika dick, aren't you, Owens? Uh, it's eh, it's okay. <laughs> okay, go on. But, yeah, Satoshi Khan movies are weird as fuck. And if you've seen anything by Stanley Kubrick, like Requiem for a Dream or um, Clockwork Orange, even maybe less so 2001, but I haven't seen the whole thing, so I guess I can't say. But I think some of his influence does... Uh, not the Satoshi Khan, but the... That there's definitely some uh if you knew Perfect Blue or Millennium Actress actress, you would definitely see some of Mariah in this episode. Okay. Um which I, I honestly haven't seen Perfect Blue yet, but I feel like it, it's a very fucked up movie from my understanding. But Gateway Shuffle, named after a Kingdom Brothers song which I was not familiar with before looking it up, uh, opens with just Faye drifting through space. As she deserves. What she deserves. not corkies. Thank you, Anthony. I'm I'm glad that someone uh, agrees with me. Yep, Air 5. Podcast yep. 5. Podcast 5. Or fuck I, and he growled first. <laughs> How dare you? I... Dogs? Um... What is it called? Nose humans or I'm taking a hard stance? I'm taking a hard stance. Fuck dogs. All dogs. Go to hell. Fuck all dogs. But yeah, so we find her floating around and she finds a derelict ship. If I'm not mistaken. Uh yeah, I, I would just like to I don't know how it is in the English version, but I have to point out at the time she does try to flag down ships. In the Japanese version, her voice is absolutely amazing. Oh, it's so great. It's the right amount of, like, desperate and flirty. Yep. But at the same time, like, a little bit, like, she's definitely been doing this too many times. That That's one of the great things I like about Faye. She, she's willing to, um, what's called, use whole feminine, like... She's a femme fatale. Yeah, exactly. Um... Except not good at it. So I'm just going to say right off the bat, I do not like this episode. This is one of my least... This is bottom tail episode in Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I think I agree. I'm going to say that out from the very beginning of it. Still love Cowboy Bebop, you guys. Don't, don't fucking pitchfork me. Don't put a fork in me because I'm not done. I do like the design on Twinkle Maria Murdoch. Also, great name. That is actually a really funny yeah, name. Yeah, great name also. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, 
I don't have a lot to say about this episode. This is the episode where Jet's buddy is just looking at porn. <laughs> while he's talking to Jet. <laughs> so first of all, this bitch is crazy. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My first this note is um is the fact that the, the fact that the whole crew calls her mama is the f- most fucked up thing I can ever think. Well, they might be her sons. I don't think so. I think they're she, she's part of the group. Uh, they're just part of the group. I don't think they're related. Also, I wonder that. Please don't quote me on this, but I feel like that might be more of like a, an Eastern culture organized crime thing, where it's a little more familial. Could be, but you might be right. But still, I it's don't definitely like fanatical it. and weird. Yeah, but. Yeah, but I think I wrote um, that down because, like, it literally starts off just what they just—they just start mowing down people mm-hmm. in a public fucking place. Just well, they were eating the sea rats. Yeah, the fucking weird dolphin rats. Just think about that. Also, no, this is a good one of uh, a very interesting topic was um, fucking Spike and Jet are talking about um, the most expensive thing on the menu, which is sea rats, and. They don't even taste good. It just shows that, like, it's if you're caviar. eating sea rat, yeah, it's so it just shows you if you're eating sea rats, then uh, what's it called? You're you're one of the higher ups. Which I'm like, that is completely right. Like this thing is fucking garbage. But of course, mm-hmm. all the rich people will get it. You, like, is this really great to hear that like being said or something like that? You know what I'm saying? This thing is fucking disgusting, but people are willing to pay a bunch of money for it. Yeah. It's tw- 2020, eat the rich. I agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got the whole... Uh, we got the first um, time we see the glasses, which can mm-hmm. see people's inner desires. I don't know what the glasses... I mean, uh, it, it can, like, recognize the facial features. So the inner and, desires. Like, construct and probably run them against... Some sort of, I don't know. They they don't explain it. It's cool technology. Yeah, it's cool technology. And then we get the whole uh, swapping skin color thing again, which is still great. Like, still interesting, the fact that they can uh, do this in the future. Wait, I want to focus on the fact that they just start mowing down people. Yeah, this is an adult show. With no regard. I have that, I have that noted completely. And, I mean, that's, it's, it's a, that's fine. It's an adult show, but, like, I mean, just... The fucking yeah. thing, and then they do something that like every like horror survival based game does. Like after everyone's dead, it's like all abandoned or whatever. They have a fucking automation come in and like, welcome to the base warriors, and that always like makes it more eerie, and it's so perfect. Yeah. So I do like that while they're shooting everything up, Spike reaches for his water. Oh my gosh, Owen! <laughs> and he gets shot. And he has to pull his hand back. Owen, you just you just said what I was about to say. This is how badass Spike is. He's getting shot out. He's thirsty. He's going to get the water. Realize it was a little bit too much for him? He doesn't get the water. That's how badass Spike is. I'm glad he didn't get that water. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, because he was going to bring it to Ein. Fuck up. Yeah, but so, and then, so the story, I will give it to you guys. It's not original. It, you know, just bioterrorism, threatening to do shit. But... Uh, there's something that I noted on this entire episode. It just, like, it gave me outlook on the whole thing. Is just, they do such a good job 
of giving an entire overview of like planets and the groups that inhabit mm-hmm. them. And then you have 23 minutes per episode ish or so. And then it's not overwhelming. Yeah. That's just hard to do. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like I said, I, I think one of the things this show does so well is almost intangible in that it just makes it feel real. It makes it feel lived in. Somehow you see, I think it's just all the small details converge and you get it. And they don't need to hit you over the head with exposition. Yeah. And also given that, I was kind of like, it's a double-edged sword for me on that one because I was like, they do that, but they like, there's no, at this time, there's not really any underlying or general plot point that the season's going to progress mm-hmm. through yet. Right. So, which you soon yes, will see. Yes, which foolish. I literally haven't written down as, <laughs> I was just thinking last episode, I wanted some backstory. <laughs> and like, that's what I was trying to like get across is like, they do that really well, but like at the same time, I do like backstory. <clears throat> so after the fucking terrorist goes in and seriously killed the fucking, all the people in though, except guess who? My main man, Spike. And, and my main man, Chet. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's it called? So Spike somehow gets next to the woman and, you mean, is gonna say I'm gonna kill her or whatever. And they manage to, um, you get the woman to the ship. The mom leaves, and she says, Harrison, you will get your punishment at the end of the day. How fucked up is that? Like, she, she is about to get taken away, and she's like, I don't fucking care. I know I'm going to get out of this. This bitch is crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> for for anyone who gets the reference, this lady gives off some big Max Bennett vibes. What's Max Bennett? I'll get uh, she's that one. the villain of season two, Justified. Oh, okay. I don't know. She seems more. She crazy basically than has Max. the same deal. Oh, she's definitely more crazy. But the whole like, I'm gonna punish you later. He's like, ah, shit. Oh yeah. Anyways, um, what does Helson do? Because I don't remember what he did. What do you mean? Why is Helson getting punished? Um. No, you don't remember either. I don't remember. No, I think it, yeah, I think it was just something they talked about. I don't think he actually did anything that we saw after that we got bob looking at porn yeah uh, <laughs> which is weird no what i think is more weird is the fact that jet is willing to blackmail bob to get more information it's not like bob is the one that's like making uh jet's life hard you know what i'm saying yeah but hey you know jet's just trying to do what jet's gotta do yeah, um, My what was I going to say? Um, we get Spike just trying to smash the thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. What that is that thing funny. again? Yeah, he was... I completely forgot. Uh, it was the monkey virus. Yeah. Was it the monkey virus? Yep, if he had broken it, they all would have turned into monkeys. Something I think is hilarious. Oh, something I want to say is, um, what's it called? Of course, Spike and Jet get the, gets the woman, and they can't turn her in because the fucking government... Is ruining things again, you guys. Remember, government is awful. They're there Wait, to no, ruin your they lives. They were blackmailing the government. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It. Oh. They said drop the bounty or we're going to turn your entire colony into monkeys. And guess what they're going to do? Turn your co- in- colony into monkeys again. Like, it didn't solve anything. Mm. Luckily, they stopped it. But Listen, if it would have been a lot different if the Republicans would have let the Democrats. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, you guys. 
Oh, that's definitely coming out in post. <laughs> that was for us three and only us three. <laughs> I'm okay with being uh, political. That's the next podcast. So, yeah, they're trying to turn everyone into monkeys. The next thing I thought was interesting is I, I really like their sign bombs. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, too. I was kind of confused about that. What do you mean? Just why? Because they're sign bombs. What? What? What do you mean? Why? No, I don't know. What? What kind of question Just is that? Why? Yeah, I know. Really? Well, how do you want them to make signs in space? <sighs> By just—they're like fireworks, but they're cool. Placing them in space. <laughs> Who's gonna place them? Ships. They're like they did. But they were like, oh my god! They mm. <laughs> before the sign bomb, figure out the Faye lost all her money in gambling again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you're keeping track of Faye being bad with money, yeah, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so we we have the scene. What you guys talking about earlier? Was fucking Spike is just fucking messing around with the fucking monkey thingy, and. You see in one of the shots that a fucking, uh, the fucking container has a fucking radioactive sign. And then every, I'm just like, of course Spike doesn't see it. Yeah. Um, and then I have the scene where they're changing the fucking, well, they bring the mom back, wherever it is. Uh, yeah. And, uh, they saw the demonstration of people turning into monkeys. And Harrison just gets fucking fucked, which I think is funny because he keeps her promise. Um. Oh, of course I wrote down my notes. Who who thinks that letting this woman free is a good idea? Again, talking I about mean, this. It's not a good not. idea, but I mean, blackmail. They don't really have a choice. Well, yeah, I guess so. Still not good. Oh, um, um the the uh, what's it called? I don't know what the fucking it's called. The virus or... Yeah, the monkey virus. Yeah, the monkey virus. It's called Monkey Business, which I think is a great yep. name for the virus. That's, That's solid. Yeah. Um, Faye is uh, <laughs> getting gassed. I think that we all just agreed on a pun, which will never happen again. <laughs> what? Uh... Well, then, we are not going to watch many anime. There's a lot of anime that are like, that name's extremely on the nose, and I approve. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh yeah, fucking Faye is um locked up, and Ayn is guarding her. Oh, Ayn is guarding. Faye. See, fuck Ayn. He had one <laughs> job. Constantly is in handcuffs. I'm so. I know on that's a dream for you. Every <laughs> time, yes. But see, she's so cool about it too. She's fine. But I, even in this fucking episode, like I wrote down. Like, I know you've been mentioning her the whole time. Yoko Kano. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, uh, I wrote down Yoko Kano. Like, the fucking music is insane. It is, dude. It's, oh my god, it never stops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was telling you, I was going to put that down. I can't wait to talk about the music of the next episode. <laughs> fucking Faye managed to lock up Ayn, which most awful thing you can do in the show. I think it's the worst thing. Everyone well, I probably had it coming because come on, man. Fuck you, dude. That cookie is fucking beautiful. <sighs> All he had beautiful. to do was not approach. All he had to do was sit there and bark. 
Or whatever the fuck he wants. Z-Wayne's like, let me go get myself handcuffed. I'm a fucking... He's a fucking data dog. He should be smarter than that. <laughs> I love how you give so much hate to Ayn, even though I know you don't mean it. Orange, but I'm fuck calling. you. Well, no, now... <laughs> I, I'm, I have now committed to this stance, and as long as we are doing this podcast, as long as we are Faye versus Ayn, I'm going to be on Faye's oh, side. Come so. on. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so Faye's getting gassed. This is funny, because this is a sad scene. And then... The music. Now you guys can talk about the music. Oh, no. I, I actually didn't write down the music for this episode, so I don't know what he's talking about. It's just so um, good. I, I want to talk about the music of the next episode. The, the music, the when they... What's it called? When the fucking telescope is shooting... Uh, which we forgot to oh. name this telescope. It, they're called the Space Royals. You guys, come on. Yes, get, I, get more creative. Get more creative about the, the names. I actually do remember now, and yes, it... um. So, so the first thing I want to talk about before we do the music is I think it's really interesting how they um, they do the gates here. Yeah. Which because something I we feel never like a lot of lesser shows are going to give you some dude talking for three and a half minutes about how the gates work. Yeah. But here we don't get that. We just see them stuck in the gates, basically. Like, you got to get out. And we don't know why. We don't know what's going to happen if they don't get out. Yeah. It's just you got to get out. I kind of assume that they would just turn into monkeys. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I thought the threat was for a first-time viewer. The th- no, the threat the threat is supposed to be getting closed in the gate because they could have theoretically just avoided the missiles and turned around. Oh, see, I thought they were all going to self-detonate, and then everybody was going to be a fucking monkey. Hmm. That's where but my mind went. Regardless, you know, it, I guess if you're more intelligent than Anthony, or then... a first-time viewer <laughs> of all anime, logically speaking. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I mean that, Owens, that's, give a, fair, him a, break, that's a fair assumption. Owens, but give no, him a they, break. They, they don't explain the threat. For me, it was more like, for me at that point, the gate being closed was the, the yeah, bad the problems. Yeah, it was. That's dope. what I'm saying. Um, I don't know what happens. And, and they the don't explain closed. why. So and also, like the, the the effects in the gates are really cool. You see Spike crash up against the side of the gate, so it's obviously something that's like in some way tangible. But they never really explain the mechanics or the physics of the gate. And then it closes, and they get they get out, and you just see the missiles, like uh, ethereal, just fly through space. And that basically tells us that if you get closed in a gate, you're basically stuck in another physics. dimension. Oh yeah, I mean the physics are probably nonsense, but like, it, it, I think it's just really awesome that they do this thing that they probably should have spent a couple minutes explaining, just in one sequence, and didn't tell you anything. But yeah, the the music on it um, is really really good, especially since before they the sequence even ends, the music cuts. Man, yeah, they didn't. What you're saying is they didn't Naruto it. What does that mean? They explain every fucking goddamn detail to excruciating points for all the little children. Oh, I mean, well, that's that's shonens. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's all shonens, my man. But let's not talk about shonens. Um. So I do want to get more into this scene. So I I did say this is one of my I don't like this episode, but that scene right there with the space battle or against the missiles is actually a fantastic scene in the in the show. And mm-hmm. uh fucking Spike comes out, goes in um fucking the telescope, shoots out the missiles. That's not the m- most important part. Spike goes out and then he uses his fucking was it well gun or like electric charge or something like that? And blows up like five missiles right off the gate. And he misses one. 
And um, and then he says he can't shoot the other one because his gun has to recharge, which is very fucking interesting. So, of course, Faye comes out, well, and she's like, saying, oh. Of course, I didn't actually expect that. I mean, I mean, if there's one left, you know he's not just going to shoot it I knew again. he was yeah. going to do it. I didn't know she was going to fucking do anything. Because oh, she fucking right. hates okay. dogs, and I'm assuming people. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> So, Listen, you motherfucker. so, <laughs> so Faye, so Faye is, um, Faye is talking to Spike and Jet. I don't remember if she's talking to both of them. Yes, yeah, she is. And, um, she says, I'm willing to tone, tone down the missiles for 80%. And Spike's like, no, you, I'll get, I'm willing to give you the money for 40%. And she's like, okay, 60% it is. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, you get 40. She's like, great. 60, 40. I get the 60. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so that there's this great dialogue between all the people. Even though, like, if Faye doesn't destroy the, destroy the missile, she's a fucking awful person. Absolutely. Even though, even though, when you think about it, they really didn't need to be though. Because also, I wouldn't call any of them. Jet is the only one who is arguably a good person right now. It doesn't matter that um, for Spike and Faye to be though, because if the government was going to turn off the gates, why just they didn't turn off the gates. Um, if they could just stop the missiles. And if Faye's like, oh, I got this, and she's about to shoot her gun, and the missiles are split out apart again, which is fucking hilarious. She's like, oh, come on! Like, it's hilarious. Yeah, I actually took <laughs> the splits as a note. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you guys don't like describing scenes. It's kind of making me a little bit mad. But Well, because, like I said, I think it's safe to assume that have already seen it, so if, yeah, you don't have to like go beat by beat with the scene. Oh, we we have to. to say about it. If you got monkey in the podcast, you have to do it beat by beat, especially the fantastic scenes. It's unfortunate. Um, yeah, that is really <laughs> sad. So yeah, we get we get to the part where they fucking uh cut the, they have to go through the, well, whatever it's called, they have to go through the thing. You guys know what I'm talking about, and then you see the Mars missiles. Those are line. That Jet says, which is a hint, which is a massive hint. He says that, don't you remember every school teaches you about the missiles? About the Mars missiles? Or teaches you about the Stingy or whatever it is? It's a hint for you, Anthony. Yeah, Everybody yeah, else yeah. knows what it is. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's, about, it's about Gates. Yeah. 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 That's just a hint for you right there. Um, which, that actually comes out yeah. pretty quickly. And then... Um, Faye joins the crew. Yeah, Faye joins the crew. Spike Jet- walks in on her naked and she shoots him. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's why. Yep, and that's how we end the episode. Was why? Why is Spike not thinking that? Like she said, she was gonna go take a shower. Like, what was Spike Spike's thinking? Spike's an idiot. Spike is an idiot. I mean, he's a beautiful kind of man, but he is an idiot. Jesus. All right. Uh, let's get into session five, Ballad of Fallen Angels. One of the best uh, episodes by in the series. Michi- yes, one of the best episodes in the series, probably. Written by Michiko Yukute- Yokote, who you may recognize from St- Stray Dog Strut. Uh, this episode title actually has to be extrapolated out a little bit. Um, it's named after Fallen Angels by Aerosmith, which is a power ballad, hence Ballad of Fall- Fallen Angels. This is the episode we are going to officially meet Vicious. So let me go ahead and get him out of the way now. 
his Japanese voice actor is Norio Wakamote. He does Whole Horse from JoJo. Hell yeah. Uh, he does Dracula from the Castlevania games. Uh, he does Cell in the Dragon Ball Z oh, games. Yeah. Not the show, just the games. Uh, he And he is Zemnas from Kingdom Hearts. Don't know who that is. Uh, and I played yeah. one and two, so... He's in two, I think. Is he? Okay. Uh, the English voice actor for Vicious is Skip Strelicht, who doesn't really have any notable roles, at least to me, except for maybe uh, Guy from Naruto. Okay. Wow, Might really? Guy is the only thing I really recognized him from. But anyway, we jump right in, are immediately officially introduced there were a couple hints to it earlier but i didn't mention any of them of the red dragon syndicate and that whole underworld sort of criminal organization thing the first thing i got is when lucius comes in or vicious Vicious. yeah so okay yeah tell tell me about vicious tell me how you feel about vicious because that that's at the end of the red dragon syndicate stuff so just like every other anime villain i've ever seen in any type of commercial anything he has a fucking smile they're all uh-huh. they all remind me of fucking joffrey they're just the worst fucking people and i hate like just the for no reason cockiness zero reason just be normal decent fucking people it's in i it's funny that you keep going to cocky i hate it and you assume no other personality traits about them. Because that's the first thing you said about Spike, They always too. smile. And then... How dare they have joy. But it's not like I'm enjoying myself smile. It's I'm better than you smile. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, with Vicious, you're probably right. Now, Spike's was more as I don't give a fuck smile. That's a little bit different. All right, no, his wasn't even smile. His was the pockets. Hand in the pockets. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Which is fair. Once you learn Spike, that's fair. But, like, Vicious and the uh, guy, uh, Asimov, they literally mm-hmm. could, like, just have... They have the different faces, same fucking smile. Sure. And I fucking hate it. And it's not a bash on the actual show. I just... Surely we can have one, like... Why can't you have one different goddamn villain? The first thing I saw about Vicious besides his fucking smile was I just instantly knew that this was going to be a backstory episode. It just felt like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, until that, I basically have nothing until we get to the opera. Okay, so... um, So, I forget who's the main guy. Who is it? Is it Mao Ten? Uh, Mao... It's Mao. We're going to call him Mal. Uh, yeah, it's Mal something. Yeah. So Mal wants to get done with the syndicate, the way it is. Oh, wants peace. I mean, we see that Viz just really wants a fucking war going on. So he just takes over the fucking Red Dragon uh, syndicate. Which is really, like, really fucked up when you think about it. It shows you why Vicious is, frankly, Vicious. You know what I mean? Like, this guy is just willing to fight every time. And, um... So he kills the fucking main guy. He kills the other leader. And I think the next scene is Spike sees Mao is uh, being wanted by the bounty, right? Yeah. 
And not... um, no, I don't think Spike does see it. I think Jet and Fable see it. I don't know that Spike does. What was the argument about then? Oh, maybe he does. Yeah, but he wants to get the guy. He wants to get Mal. Uh, no, Spike is Spike knows that he's going after Vicious. He doesn't think for a second that he's going after Mao Yen, right? Oh, okay. Why is he going after Vicious then? Um, well, that's not something we know yet. Okay. But as we'll learn later in this episode, you know, from what we can gather, Spike actually respects Mao. Yeah, we know that. So he's not going, he wouldn't be gearing up to go after Mao Yen, right? Um, I honestly don't remember what triggered Spike to go after Vicious, but he's absolutely going after Vicious. Okay. Um, and then we get the very important scene where um, Spike and Jet are literally mad at each other. But mad? we know they both have not... What? I didn't get that they were mad. They was talking about the past. Yeah, it and just you realized... like he was just not going to help him in this endeavor. I well, well I think it's the first angry. showing of that they're a team, but they're really honestly not that close. No. Yeah. They... Because Jet goes like, like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, what's up your, with your arm? And then they're both like, fuck you. Exactly. Like, like this is none of your business. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. It, that's what I was trying to get across was they. What Owen said. And then fucking Spike just storms off and. Then Faye gets an invite? Is that what happened? Her whole storyline in this episode actually confused the fuck out of me. Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, she basically just tried... I, I think... I don't think she gets an invite. I think she steals her way in, basically. Yeah, because when, yeah. when she has that thing with the guy, she's like, where's your ticket? And she's like, I'm going to tell the guy and see whatever. And he's like, yeah, oh, which is a great... Him? Yeah. yeah, she just name drops Mao Yen, right? Yep. I don't so think she name drops Mao. Line. She said the guy in the seat. She just guesses. I could have mm. been wrong there because her whole fucking thing just... Like, how the fuck did they know that she was at all associated with uh, Spike? It just made zero fucking sense to me. I could have missed something there. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean... You could just assume intelligence, but yeah, I don't know. Well, because I... I would, uh, yeah, go ahead, we'll come back to this, because I got more. Uh, well, hold, but before we get to the opera, the one thing I do want to mention is just another small detail. A, there's a space Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. And B, uh, when Jet's on that, whatever the hell he's on, his name is Jet Engine. Like his handle. <laughs> oh, really? That's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um... But that that's it. We can go to the opera. So we um we we get some information about Spike that he had died three years ago. Uh that's not yet. Is it not? It's on my notes right though. No, that's when he's talking to Annie. Uh although I actually we I guess we do cut back and forth to the opera opera. Yeah. So we can go to your thing first. Which uh also I have a note here, uh Spike is looking at porn. Well Spike, of course he does. <laughs> Just, like, casually while he's talking to this woman. I figured he'd just be looking into a fucking mirror. Yeah, pointed directly at his abs. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> so, we, we, get, we get in touch with the store owner. Annie. Max Bennett. Yeah, Annie. Anastasia. That's actual Max. Come on. 
<laughs> no, she's nice, dude. Well, Mags was nice. <laughs> we realize that she's um she knows Spike. Also, there's a picture of Paul, uh Mao, and who's the other guy? Do you know who's the third guy in the picture? Or was it spoilers? Um, I don't think so. Honestly, also, what? Spike. Wait, isn't it just her, Spike, and Mao? I didn't think it was Spike. Yeah, I might be wrong. I might need to look at the picture. What am I doing with uh, the, the one thing I do want to call out, and w we're going to circle back on this, is uh, her name is Anastasia, and uh, but right before the scene, the opera is doing Ave Maria, which is featured in Anastasia. But we'll circle back on Ave Maria. Yeah, that's not Spike. I don't know who that person is. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know either. Oh, her husband, I guess. Oh, you might be right about that. That's all it says. It do He doesn't even get named. Okay. Yikes. Okay, so, um, I guess we let's complete this scene. So, Horn and Spike are just having a, just talking about stuff. Uh, th yeah, they're just, like, catching up. Catching up. Thank you. I was, like, um, trying to figure it out. So, basically, they were catching up, whatever it is, and then Spike is trying to look for information for Vicious. And then she basically tells him that, and she hands him a pistol. Is this where he says the thing of that, oh, I, I've already been killed by a woman? I do think that in that series, is, or in that him talking to Annie is when we learned about the three years ago thing. Yeah, where he basically said that you know, he died three years ago. Yeah, massive drop. But my huge thing is this fucking opera. Like, she gets all dressed up, and I I don't... Why is she there? She oh. wants the bounty on Mao Yen, right? Yep. Okay. It makes um, sense for whole character. So she did drop... So she went solo. Yes. Yep. Even though... Because Spike, did he ever mention he was actually going to go for it? No, Spike didn't say He just... Anything, okay, he just fucked off. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so she's going to go get the bounty... And then she just happens to... Oh, not really happens. Yeah, okay. Her shit makes a little bit more sense now. Because... Yeah, but I still... Go I, was there still an assumption that she was with Spike? What do you mean with Spike? Alright, so... Just... just Like, accompanying him physically? Just part of the same team. Yeah, she's on the ship now. Yeah, we know that. She's a part of the How D-Box Vicious know Yeah. That? Uh, that again. That's something that I don't know. That's that's my big. I don't thing, think. I don't even know like, if there's an explanation came for that. For a bounty, and then when they showed him Spike or Mal was already dead in the fucking thing, then they kept her as a prisoner and used her as leverage later. They just instantly assume that he's working. She's working with Spike. I mean, it it could have been like a oh they got her and then she's like oh who are you here with or whatever. Like it, th there's plenty of explanations. The fact that they didn't give any, I get. But, yeah. I don't know. That's just, that's what yeah, I, I, I guess I get where you're coming from. I guess. I to me, that's not super important. But I, I, I can see why. It, yeah, it's definitely a small plot hole for sure. So, anyways, uh, Faye shows up at the balcony. And then we see that Mao is just sitting there with his throat cut up. Which is a great scene to show how vicious vicious is. That he's just willing to, uh, what's it called, just show up, like, the fact that Mao is technically, I mean, not technically, but, like, 
is alive, even though he's not. After that, I guess. Um, go on. No, hold on. I want to talk about Ave Maria. Okay. You guys know Ave Maria, I'm sure. Everyone knows Ave Maria. Yes. It is literally impossible not to. Do you know what Ave Maria is about? Not at all. And why it's such a popular... My would my assumption would be anyway, assuming that people like actually think about it, why it's such a popular song for settings like this. Um, so Ave Maria is basically an elegy for the dead. Um, and more than that, it gets it can be like a a ghost of the past sort of thing. So it's not just that we're sad, you're dead, but it it can also be something that is in reference to quote unquote past lives, which a we're getting with you know Mao Yenrai straight up being dead, but mostly with uh, Spike and Vicious reconnecting. Clearly, they have a past. You see Vicious in literally the first thirty seconds of the series. So we're we're now finally getting Spike's past, I guess, catching up to him. Yep. And I believe that's a direct quote from him later on. Uh they yeah, they they do say some stuff. So uh Spike shows up at the ship and then he has a paper bag full of grenades. Which I think is hilarious that he has this paper bag full of grenades. <laughs> um and then Jet realizes that Spike works for the syndicate or used to work for the syndicate mm-hmm. because he gets a uh, message from the one guy, right? From his contact. Uh, that's possible. I'll take your word for it. I, 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 this is definitely, especially an episode. I just tried to take notes on stuff that. Yeah, I got it. Um, I would extrapolate on. And then we get the message from Faye. Which is a, a great message. Well, Faye's like, oh, I just got kidnapped, you guys. Can you guys please and get me? Like, she just says it. She doesn't say it's screaming. She doesn't, like... You mean, she's not... She's like, oh, you guys, I just got kidnapped. Can you please come and save me? Like, I just love that about Faye. She's like, oh, this is a regular thing. Okay, you guys, come on. Which I think is fucking funny that Faye is just like that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I have uh, more thoughts on that, but aren't pertinent to where we are in the series. Yeah. Uh, then Spike realizes that um, phase the horses to Vicious. And then uh, I guess the battle of the church. Uh, like- first of all, we have to talk about him walking up to the church. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because, good God, dude, Rain, sung by Mai Yamane, with him walking up to the church, so good. It's such, like, a, a good song and such a well-cut sequence, and even though, like, nothing is happening, it's just so ominous. It feels so cool. And you just know, like, you've only been with these characters for five episodes, and it just makes you feel like, oh, shit. This is about to go down. Yeah. So cool. And then um 
I think this is what Anthony was referencing. We do get the conversation between Spike and Vicious. Yep. One of the things that Vicious says, this is just Vicious being savage, you guys. The boss had no fangs, so I had to kill him. So he needed to die. Which is fucking like... Mao was Vicious's boss. And the fact that Vicious just straight up kills him because Mao was, um, I guess, playing more politics than just killing everybody. Like, this shows you how Vicious Vicious is. Uh, before I butt in on this conversation, do you have any thoughts on it, Anthony? Like I said, this one, I don't have a whole lot for the rest of the episode because I'm just watching, not knowing what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's why, like I said, I, I think it's interesting when you do try and uh, like figure out something about well, it. The only thing that I've had figured out previous to this was that him and Jet were always, for the most part, together on the same page, right? And they weren't on this one. And honestly, at this point, I didn't give a shit what happened to Faye. Because this felt like this was <laughs> personal to what's it? To, um, Spike. Spike. Yeah, it's personal to Spike. And you clearly, you meet Anne earlier. And they're reminiscing, so it's obvious that something, like, from the past is literally coming back to bite him in the ass and then he arms up for this fucking fight by grabbing fucking grenades like shit tons of bolts you don't see that again he usually uses like like he used unclipped space boots right and like mm-hmm. and he like just i think you've seen him kick a bunch of people and i think he's only shot the gun a couple times but he's literally fucking just hoarding ammunition now and so you knew something's about to fucking go down and like you said, the fucking music is perfect. And that's kind of where I was just, and I was just like, sit back, relax, and just enjoy. Do you have any thoughts on, uh, I guess, the two big lines from their conversation? Uh, one is Vicious's, which is a little on the nose. He says something along the lines of, uh, angels that have fallen from heaven become demons or something like that such a great line such a great line and um at one point in the conversation spike says that he feels like he's been living a dream that he hasn't woke up from or that he never awakened from either of those lines strike you in any way or no uh, i just assumed okay. that was kind of anime hero villain talk bullshit <laughs> It, uh, it kind of is, to be honest. But still but badass, I think it Anthony. works in Cowboy Bebop. No, I actually think it works in Cowboy Bebop in ways that I can't talk about right now. Sure. Um. So, yeah, then we get the church shootout. Which is the... I don't know if they're trying to liken it to the killer, but I'm always going to think of the killer when I see a church shootout. Um. Okay, so... So Spike is what's called in front of the church. Well, not in front of the church, but like at the doorway. And Vicious is in the very back of the church, and there's a bunch of people. And uh, I think Spike shoots first, right? Uh, Does he kill the hostages problem. that Faye? He kills the hostages that Faye is right there, right? Uh, he he yes yeah I think so yeah which is fucking badass like. Straight up, the guy oh, has yeah. the 
yeah, the guy has the gun on Faye, and Spike just shoots him. Some massive no. like, Doom-esque moves. Yeah, just that's awesome, go. right? As soon as he shoots him, he starts running to the back of the pews on the church. Like, it's awesome. Like, Spike is already like, let's go, we're doing this, like, no hesitation. Fucking, fucking phase this white Dell being handcuffed or whatever it is. And then she's yelling, she's like, hey, be careful. Like, <laughs> which is hilarious because there's a fucking gunfight that's going in front of her. That's and of course, usual. Spike. She's just fucking there. Yeah, hating dogs, being in handcuffs. Listen, if Ayn was there, he'd just be fucking barking. <laughs> he'd be doing something. Um, <laughs> so fucking Spike is just mowing people down from, um, from um, from the bottom ground or whatever it is. Fuck the high ground. Like, who gives a fuck about the high ground? Spike is just fucking shooting everybody. Then he goes up I to mean, the. That's- Let's not ignore the part where he gets shot. <laughs> I was about to go through, though. So he he goes to the fucking stairs, has two pistols, gat, 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 gat. The guy shoots Spike, showing that Spike is not fucking invincible, you guys. This is how you tell a story. Of course, Spike shoots him and he dies. Um, <laughs> and then we get the, the famous fight between Spike and Vicious. Sword, yeah. gun, action. Um, it's, it's interesting that you describe <laughs> the scene as being badass, because even as someone who loves action movies and knows exactly what happens in this series, it still feels, it feels like a very desperate scene. Okay. It, it feels almost tragic. It doesn't feel like, oh yeah, fuck him up, Spike. It's like, Spike, what are you doing, my man? The bullheaded charge like, as opposed to him actually defending yeah. his normal style and, and lets them strike first. You know, to almost to Anthony's point, actually, it's very clear that he's not there for Faye. Yeah. This makes he's sense. Here, he's there for Spike. Yeah, which is perfectly fine. <laughs> I, I don't think I I don't think Faye's and uh Spike's relationship is anywhere at this point. Like No, but I mean like just Again, with stuff that'll come up later, it's. I think it's kind of really sad scene in a way, but no. To me, this is just a revenge for Spike. But um, yeah, we get the Spike vicious clash. Yeah. Um. Before that happens, before the clash happens, so Faye managed to get out of the church and um and calls Jet, and I love this because of course Jet. Needs to stay calm. Oh, yeah, the bonsai tree. Yeah, and he gets the bonsai tree and clips it, and you're like, of course, Spike gets fucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> those are uh, foreshadowing, well, whatever you call it. It's not foreshadowing, but there's a word for it. I mean, it. it's very, it's symbolism. Thank very you, obvious, that's what it is. But yeah. And I'm like, okay, the fucking bonsai tree, fucking random, but I fucking love it. And then fucking um, fake cars Jet, and she's like, you need to get down here, you need to help Spike. And what does Jet say? Anybody remember? No. I don't. Tough. He says tough. Yes, Jet. This is how you do it, dude. But but he doesn't. No. And, and then And what I actually what I do like so much about that scene is um the symbolism is so obvious that even Jet gets it. Yep. 
Like he's just staring at his bonsai tree. He's like, shit. Yeah, exactly. He stares at his bonsai tree for a couple seconds. And then he says one of my most favorite lines ever. Whenever Kelto realizes that he has to do the right thing, he says, damn it. And then he just walks out. He knows that, like, he should be doing this. Like, you know what I mean? He needs to go help out his friend. But he's just mad the fact that he has to help out his friend. I fucking love that. He told him not to go. Yep. Thank you. I mean, Jet was right. but Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so then, we, yeah, we... <laughs> yeah jet's a good space dad jet's great dude i mean he's no spike but no one can be spike <laughs> uh, so we get we do get the clash with uh vicious and spite they get the standoff of they could kill each other right now yeah. and then they try and disarm each other and then spike goes out the damn window <laughs> okay so anthony i gotta ask you for that one scene so there's that scene when I guess Spike and um Vicious disarms each other. And fucking um Vicious has the gun and Spike has the sword and they just trade off. Like they're like, Here, have this, I get that. What did you think of that? Did you think it was cool? You think it was badass? You thought it was fucking uh weird or not cool or what? Uh no, I didn't know like, cause, I mean like it's, I've seen a shit ton. I haven't watched any much anime, but I've seen a shit ton of like kung fu based movies and all that kind of jazz. And I just, I was literally just waiting to see how they're going to do this one. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't think yeah. there's anything new that they're going to like. The writers are going to show me that I haven't seen. But I was just kind of watching. You know, I'm just uh, bystander. There's nothing like super like holy shit. But, no, I get it. I mean, the, most of my comments will come next in the next scene which oh, i'm sure you guys that makes me sad oh, are we talking about green bird uh, i don't uh just the noir part the next with, with the song playing in the flashback probably yeah which again let me call out while well, he goes out the window and then there's like five minutes of him falling yes so good so um and he drops I, the grenade. I, I do want to throw to anthony first here but let me talk quickly about green bird because it's fucking weird. Um, that's the name of the song that plays during the flashback as he's falling. Uh, it is credited to a singer named Gabriella Robin. Which is 99.9% .9 confirmed to just be an alias of Yoko Kano. <laughs> that she uses sometimes because she's weird. And uh, the song she's, or the language she sings in is completely made up. That is fucking weird. <clears throat> God, the fucking mind behind someone who makes up an entire language to sing like the song. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know the logic behind it, but from my understanding, she basically made up this language to sing weird, like angelic songs. So good. And Greenbird is so good. But yeah, go ahead, Anthony. I want to hear what you have to say about the sequence. <laughs> so. I was like, this is kind of just a thing from last episode while he was just falling. I was like, I was hoping for some fucking backstory this episode. And like, it's pretty obvious Vicious and Spike were some form of gun buddies, right? I mean, they literally show that when they go back to yeah. back. And then, I mean, like, I don't have a whole lot other than what they sort of showed me. Like, it was, it was kind of hard to follow. 
um, just how kind of quick things were. And basically mm-hmm. what I got from it is they were part of something, and obviously something went wrong. And next thing you know, anime titties with bangs saves them. Or something like that. Um, okay. So what do you think of... How do you think the woman plays into it? Uh, the only thing I have is the hint from earlier that he was already killed from by a woman. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but for, from what you see of her in the flashback, I didn't take like extensive notes on it, but... Um... Is she not shown to be more of like a, a caregiver, caring, yeah. helpful figure at the time? Yeah. Do Do you have any thoughts on her or Vicious and their relation to Spike and what went wrong? Um, not at all. Like they haven't given me anything, and if they did, I just didn't pick up on it because it's the okay, first time. I, we but see... you don't even have like any 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 just like random theories. Uh, I mean, I got like twenty. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Like, there's, okay. there's a bunch. No, I mean, the, the two that I keep kind of going back to, I guess, was that either um, either she's a throw-off, which I doubt's going to happen. Like, just to throw you off the scent, you know? Um, of actually someone who actually cared for Spike at the time. Could just been some random nurse that picked him up, or she's, like, just main plot point. Like, one of the two. Like, like I... And then there's hundreds of scenarios mm-hmm. in between too, you know. <laughs> sure. So I, those like either basically I'm picking the two feel far good ends. about that. None. You're like this is my theory. Yeah, no, I, dude, there's. Okay. I don't know enough about anime. I mean, to it, figure it, out if like they're consistent. Cowboy Bebop is one of the least anime anime you will ever see. So, if you know anything about storytelling, you could probably infer some things. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I've seen enough stuff to know. Well, I say that, but, like, I, you can, you say you know enough about storytelling, but, like, every writer's different, you know? Yeah, no, I, I just, yeah, whatever. Like, some people like to keep people on their toes. That's the kind of shit I love. Is like, if this chick is just absolutely, like, almost useless to the story, I actually would kind of enjoy mm. that. Interesting. As a throw-off, you know what I mean? Sure. But, I mean, as far as I know, what they've, like, the subtle hints that they've given is uh, a girl has killed him, or, you know, quote-unquote, and uh-huh. it certainly wasn't Faye, and this is the next one that we got that hasn't, you know, that we don't know yeah. shit about, because it doesn't sound like Anne would have killed him. And as far as I know, okay. Jet's uh, always been a man. <laughs> it's actually... I'm really funny that you said that. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Jet, yeah. but wait for Jupiter Jazz. <laughs> but that's uh, that's kind of where I'm just sitting at. Okay. Uh, do you have anything you want to say about the flashback, Monkey? No, not really. Uh, there's no nothing really I want to talk about. Okay. Um, I I'll just say that I really do think that at least up to this point, that is maybe my favorite sequence in the entire show. Uh, I think it's absolutely gorgeous. the The way it's cut, the song accompanying it, the the fact that, as someone who's seen the show more than once, the the things you get out of seeing the flashback scenes, other than just more questions, yeah, I think is really great. Um, there's something that you alluded to earlier, which I won't 
say. I considered writing it down, <laughs> but I felt like it was too on the nose to say it. Got it. Um, but yeah, if if we're good with that scene, the next thing we see is that woman from the flashback singing to Spike. Yeah. Yeah, that's not noir, right? What's that? That wasn't in noir, right? What do you mean? Uh, black and white. Ah, uh, the singing, no. Yeah. The singing was in color, I believe. The flashback was black and white, wasn't it? I don't remember it. I I could be wrong. The flashback was definitely black and white. Okay, yeah, but but no, when, the, when he wakes every time up you see that singing, rose, that's in color. Red. God, I love mm. that rose. That rose is best shot. So, just means so much. I disagree. Any shot with Ayn. <laughs> I thought you hated the fucking dog. <laughs> Only when he's opposed to Fett. Don't worry, I'll edit it out. They'll never know. Uh, um, yeah. So Spike wakes up, and uh, you don't. We don't have her name yet, right? No. No, not yet. Okay. I don't know, dog dick and about her. So the woman is singing to him. And he slowly comes back in, and we see that it's actually Faye humming to him. Yeah. And he's on the couch, completely wrapped in bandages. Um, Just like the flashback. Yes. Yeah. Um, he beckons her over. We think we're about to get a sweet moment. And he says, you're out of tune. Did he actually say specifically, you're out of tune? Yes. That's fucking yep. hilarious. I missed that part. And that is why Spike is the greatest person ever. That's pretty good. And then she gets pissed and like breaks a pillow on him or something. <laughs> yep. Um and we're actually I don't know why this wasn't higher in my notes. Um He she he sees the ace of spades. Yeah. Which Faye had drawn earlier in the episode. What does that do mean? Do either of you know anything about the Ace of Spades? No, I do not. And I'm not talking about Motorhead. Yeah, God damn it. Um, so the Ace of Spades in some like cultures, especially in mystic practices and tarot, uh, is another thing that is meant to symbolize death. Oh, that's and cool. And actually more than death, death and rebirth. That's awesome. And as in fuck. some cases, it's not literal. Not like you died and now you're reincarnated. It can be the death of a uh, a previous life or previous lifestyle. Yep. So, if you were to take it in the the exact context of this episode, yeah. right? You could see it with with uh, that, um, with that uh, that applied to it, you could see it as Spike. He went and fought vicious. He got thrown out the fucking window. And, and to be fair, he did throw a grenade in the window. So for all we know, Vicious is dead. Uh, no. Um, no, Vicious uh, is dead, <laughs> dude. Nah. No. Like I said, he threw he threw a grenade in the window. So for all we know, Vicious nah, is dead. Nah, 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 He's nah. pretty dead, dude. Do you <laughs> not see his You're... dead body? But listen, that's not my point. My point isn't whether or not Vicious is dead. <laughs> Vicious is dead, my, dude. My point is... You could, if you were to do that interpretation of the Ace of Spades and what just happened with Spike, you could see it as him leaving his old life behind and starting anew. 
trying to do something different, try, maybe trying to connect with his crew, get along in that kind of way. Uh, I think more... Basically trying to make something of himself that isn't just drifting. He saw the sign and ignored it, because he, like Joe just said, he just said to her, you're out of tune. Well, uh, the Ace of Spades actually comes in, like, the very last shot. Oh, okay. Um, and actually, like I said, Faye draws it in very early in the episode also. Yeah. Um, I it, It's that the just basically just the um the concept of something of death and rebirth in the metaphorical sense is i think something to keep in mind going forward with cowboy bebop especially with the fact that uh spike and Faye both get it in this episode maybe i'm full of shit i don't know no, that that is completely true. Once you said that, uh, this whole episode is talk about that, the death of uh, basically Spike's old life and him emerging to his new life right now. It makes complete sense. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at ChrisRBailey or hear me play pretend on the actualplay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12-speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of speed energy as our outro. You can come to my stream, STMonkey at Twitch, where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. Uh, I play single-player games and multiplayer games. Well, sometimes multiplayer games. Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey. Also, always a zero. And my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dog photos of my dog. He's a poodle. And situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My, my First, first Anime. anime.